do the truffle shovel. Just do it. Do it. Can I just make a sound of it for the ring? Do it. Do it. Come on, do it. <laughs> I feel humiliated. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Is that the Cindy Lauper song? That's that Cindy Lauper song. Baby Ruth? Uh. I'm not going to say that line that everyone says, though. Yeah. Which one's that? Oh, uh, well, it's the Hey, you guys. I got you to say it. What a trickster. (laughs) Oh, you are like Loki, the trickster. Like the Loki of podcasting. I get that a lot. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you had that they were any good. I'm DJ. This is Damon. Hello. Hello. This is a very special episode (laughs) of Your Inner Child is an Idiot. Now, mind you, not special to you, the (laughs) listener. (laughs) It's special to us because we already recorded this once. Weeks ago. And it was a fine episode. I looked forward to sharing with you. Goonies is a a movie that uh, a lot of people like, and we were excited to uh, experience it as adults. And then uh, uh, my computer died, and uh, my backup was from earlier that day, not after we recorded the podcast. And so... Those of you who are worried about my computer, don't worry about it. It's all taken care of, all backed up. That's missing, a relief. Missing uh, one very important file, <laughs> and that is this episode. So we all learned a lesson, mainly yeah. that DJ will back up this podcast every time uh, from now on. But that means we have to recreate uh, this. This uh, We have to share our memories of our memories of not having watched this in a while. Uh-huh. Um, so... This is going to be a little a little interesting. Um, so, is there anything that you can remember that you uh, kind of carried into watching the movie? Um, Pretend you hadn't seen the movie somewhat recently. <laughs> I like to get into mind space of three weeks ago. <laughs> what was it like then? What was America like then? I know. Uh, I I mean, we hadn't had our first presidential debate yet. So there's something. So get into that mindset um, of. Just in case you're listening to this way in the future, this is 2016. Uh, yeah, it's not 2020. Yeah. It's not 2012. It's not... Uh, 2024. That's another one. Any other multiple one. of four. <laughs> um, I know that this was not a movie that... It's a movie I saw and that I was okay with, and I know a lot of my friends liked it, but it was not one that was like incredibly special to me. It was one that was like, yeah, that movie is there. It's like Hook. Like A lot of my friends were like super into Hook. It and is was, not like Hook. Why not? Because one is like nominally enjoyable. <laughs> oh, but both are produced by Steven Spielberg. See? Uh, this is one of those movies. Pirate theme? <laughs> this is one of those movies that I, I uh, because it's on cable all the time, I've seen the first half twice and the last half 677 times. <laughs> right, yeah. Um. Uh, but it's also one of those movies that, like, if if you tell people you haven't seen it, like, they get viscerally angry at you. Yeah. 
Like my friend Zach had not seen Goonies until I think well into college and people would like just force the tape upon him, force the DVD on him. Like you have to watch this. Like it's like they're spreading the fucking good news of the Goonies. Um, the Goonospel. <laughs> the, the book of chunk. Um, I remember this being a little bit like uh, in in the like in the Sandlot camp in the sense that the the people were kind of uh, the characters in it I felt were like a little meaner to each other like they're mean to Chunk and they're mean to like yeah uh, the main character mean to Chunk it's pretty much just it's the pretty fat much camp. mean to Chunk but the uh, Lord of the Flies rule like just pick on the fat one right yeah until he's dead whoa. Sorry if you were halfway through Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I guess I'll just put that one down. Piggy doesn't make it. <laughs> he gets brained on the rocks. Huh. My favorite verb. I remember uh, when we read Lord of the Flies in 10th grade. I think it was 10th grade. Uh, my teacher, uh, you know, they at some point they, they kill, or they're going to kill Piggy, or they, or they kill him. Oh, they succeed. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't remember what point this happens, but they, they're like, somebody's like, get the spike, and they get the spike. Mm-hmm. And then... So uh, our teacher was like, what do you think they're going to use that spike for? And they're like, oh, we're going to put, they're going to put his head on it. And then she's like, hmm, interesting. That's what you think they're going to do. Oh. And you're like, oh my God, they're going to eat piggy. They're going to roast him like a pig. And I hadn't even. Oh, I don't even far. remember that part, but that might be. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading that kid and this may surprise you, but I was a little bit of an effeminate nerd uh, in high school. Wait. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I know. Can you paint me a word picture? <laughs> Imagine uh, 40 pounds heavier, pimplier, but still balding. Done. No. <laughs> um, I, uh, I remember reading Lord of the Flies, and everyone else in my class was like, this movie, this book's stupid. It was definitely a book. I didn't read the movie. Um, uh, they're like, this book is stupid. And I'm like, this book is my life, Aww. but with more foliage. And hopefully more killing than happened in your life. Well, uh, you know, uh, legally I can't discuss that. Um, but, I mean, I think I was, it was like the first book I read where it wasn't like, ah, oh, children are so innocent. <laughs> it was like, children are bastards. Yeah. And it's actually an improvement once they grow up. Because they will fucking kill a fat kid. All right. With glasses. Who's an insufferable is know-it-all. exactly what happens, if I remember correctly, in The Goonies. That is correct. They yeah. hunt Chunk. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that Lord of the Flies digression was not in the original tape, so no, we would have missed out on that. So thank goodness that we re-re-recorded this. Um, what else about Goonies? You I know got, um, Go ahead. Um, you got Samwise Gamgee's in it. Yep. We got uh, Corey the Greater. Yeah, you got Corey the Greater. You've got um, uh, some sort of football player playing sloth. You got yeah. Throw Mama from the train. You got uh, Brolin, Josh Brolin. You got the bad guy from the Matrix. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's one of the sons. Joe Pantanalo. Um, yeah, the one who has the crunchy steak in the in the Matrix yeah. that always weirds me out. <laughs> That sounds crunchy, like yeah. the Foley artist is yeah, like, he's like, and here I'm just going to step on these Fritos for the steak. Yeah, I'm like, why did that happen? Um, you also have Josh Brolin. Yes. In his prime. You have, yeah, he's, he's full on Brolin. We got, uh, <laughs> we have short round. Pl- kind of playing a stereotype. Yeah. Basically playing the same character, but with gadgets. Right. Um, and that's about it. Uh, do you want to give a, take a break and let the people watch the movie if they'd like? Yeah. All right. We're going to sure. take, 
take a short break and we'll be right back. We're going to pretend to watch the movie. We're going to pretend to watch it again and then talk about it some more. Get this over with. I mean, we are back. Goonie bears <laughs> bouncing here and there and everywhere. They just drink that goonie juice and it turns them into goons. Goonie juice. I don't like that. No, Your Honor. Your Honor. Just let me finish Strike the podcast from before the you take me in. Uh, goonies. Wow. It was great watching it again. Whoa, Loved what it. Feel at least 90 minutes older. Thrill a minute. Yes. With the charm. <laughs> Do you yes, want to handle the recap of this? Yeah, so we don't I'll have... do this one. I'll do yeah. a quick recap. You got the Goonies. They all live in the Goondocks, which is specific to part of town. And yep, Washington, they're Amaretto, in, Washington. In Washington, Astoria, Washington, Astoria. That's right. Yep. Um, they are their neighborhood. The Goondocks uh, is going to be torn down and turned into a golf club because yeah. no one can pay their mortgages. I guess the bank up their mortgage. They owe. Own the area? I don't know. It's Here's the thing. Always get a fixed rate mortgage. Yeah. You want to get that APR. That's some nice 2000 post-2008 advice for you. Um, it was a different time then. It was. Reaganomics. That sounds like it's topical and thoughtful, but it mean, it's meaningless. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, everyone's stressed out. They're going to have to move. Sean Astin, Primo Josh Brolin, they're going to have to move out yep. along with all these other kids. Um, but you know, they have a sense of adventure and a sense of whimsy and they find a map upstairs his, uh, in his dad's map. Yeah. Sean Astin's dad is a, is a, he works at a museum, right? He works the at the Astoria museum. He yeah. curates the museum. Uh, they have an old map from one eyed Willie who is a pirate who, uh, sailed the seven seas around Astoria, Washington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ended up there at least. And uh, they find this map, and they decide to go on one last adventure as friends together. In the meantime... (laughs) (laughs) Why is that so funny? (laughs) Just the way you said it. In the meantime... (laughs) The Fratellis, the, the, the crime family, the Fratellis... One of my favorite uh, have, bands of the early aughts as well. <laughs> have escaped from prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go to their hideout on the coast, which is an abandoned restaurant, which yep. happens to be the starting point of this map the goons have found. Mm-hmm. Leads them right to it. Leads them right to it. They find, uh, they break it. They don't break in. They go into the restaurant. The Fratellis find them and say, what the fuck are you doing here? They don't and say they, fuck. There's this weird, like, pretending it's an operating restaurant. <laughs> even though We can get into that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they slip down the grate and they tell Chunk to go tell the police that the Fratellis are hiding out here. Yeah. While the rest of the goons go through, follow the map underneath the restaurant. Yep. They find a bunch of traps, a bunch of, bunch of what have you. But Chunk, in trying to escape... Get to the police, gets captured by the Fratellis and locked up with their deformed but charming son, Sloth, Sloth. which is the lost third Fratelli brother. Yes. Um, Chunk escapes with Sloth. So right now you got the Goonies being chased by the Fratellis, being mm. chased by Chunk and Sloth. Yeah. Through these uh, caverns, all these booby traps. Eventually they get to One Eye Willie's pirate ship. 
and it's in a grotto like under underneath underneath uh you know Whatever. Astoria, <laughs> what I guess. What the what rocky the shores? Yeah. Uh, so they go in. Uh, they uh, you know have this touching moment, but the Fratellis meet up at the ship, start stealing gold, knock the kids off the plank into the lagoon around them. Mm-hmm. This grotto. The Goonies escape. The Fratellis get caught with it by the police. Yeah, with and that. One-Eyed Willie's ship sails again. Yep. The Goonies. The Goonies. That was a very quick recap. Good for you. It's my new skill. Yeah. Um, so lots of stuff happens in there. Oh, yeah. We'll flesh it out. But, I mean, yeah. we can talk about our, some of our favorite or least favorite moments. Yes. Favorite moments? Josh Brolin working out. He, wearing yeah. a sleeveless he's a sweatshirt. He's a looker. He's, a, he's, got an, uh, he's got a symmetrical face. Yeah. I, I'd agree with that. And a low body fat content. At this point, at, he definitely does. I don't. And at current point, I mean, he I seems imagine. like he probably does right probably now. Probably keeps in shape. Probably yeah. doesn't eat as much bread as I do. You think that's it? You think that's his trick? I don't know. I had a physical recently, and they told me that I can't eat as much bread. Hypertension. Too bad we had those udon noodles. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I <laughs> he did nothing they said. <laughs> uh, there's some uh, really one of my favorite things about this movie that in uh, watching it again as an adult that I didn't appreciate is how charming Chunk is, actually. He, the, yes. the kid that plays Chunk, he has this scene where he's being not exactly tortured by the Fratellis, but they're like... But not not tortured. Yeah, they're, they're threatening him, trying to figure out where everybody else is. They're threatening he, to put his hand in a blender. Yeah, they're definitely threatening him. <laughs> and he, uh, he just tells them like everything that's ever happened to him. <laughs> and the, the actors playing in the characters, uh, they, they're like, I like this kid. They're like, yeah. they're also charmed by it. He is very good. The, the child acting in this movie is overall pretty, pretty good. good. I, honestly, most egregious. In terms is, of a movie that has to rest on the shoulders of children. Yeah. Like almost entirely. I mean, the most egregious uh, child actor, child actor is. Uh, child actor, child actor. Is short round data. And it's mostly yeah. just that, like, the way he's delivering his lines. With uh, a little bit of an accent, but mostly just the shouting, and you just can't really. He has a very thick, thick accent, so you get a, like a third of it. Yeah, I like... think it is the accent. Yeah, and, the, well, and the probably t- just not being a very good actor. And the tone of voice is all kind of it's all, all kind of the same pitch. He's right here. <laughs> so like, even if you're, even if he was saying words. Which he is. Your Honor, he is. uh, Sorry, to finish that sentence, that were easier (laughs) to understand, it would still be difficult. Um, I do like, I think the Fratellis are great. I love uh, that scene that you referenced earlier, that scene where they go into this restaurant that's covered in cobwebs. It looks like it smells. It's dank. It's gross. And uh, Ma Fratelli continues the illusion that it is a functioning restaurant. She gets some water and takes their order. Yeah. It's very, and the water's all disgusting. (laughs) And there's that one. Hold on. There's that one scene where she, I guess, walks away from the kids and they like sort of huddle together and like, what are we going to do? We have to find the lowest point in this building. And then at one, they, they get scared at some point and they run. I guess they're downstairs. They run upstairs from, I think they hear sloth. They run upstairs yeah. and they run out the door and out of nowhere from left, the left side of the camera, Ma Fratelli just walks in. <laughs> 
she just, the kids are screaming out the door, and she just out of nowhere just comes in, sort of shuffles on screen, and just goes, ah, to get them out the door. I can't tell if it's on purpose or just bad stage direction, but I find it charming nonetheless. You can tell she's like almost has like a smirk. <laughs> Half the time she seems like she's having the time of her life. Yeah. I can't remember her name. What is that actress's name? I don't remember. Jennifer. That woman was Jennifer Garner. First role as Ma Fratelli. Ma! Now I'm just doing my B. Arthur. Ann Ramsey. Ann Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's mom. Is that true? No. Okay. (laughs) But she is related to Ramsey's the second. Ramsey Bolton. (laughs) I went Egyptian, but... You went, you went fictional, but that's cool. I went ancient Egyptian, whatever. Have they um, ever proven that ancient Egypt, uh, Egypt existed? I wish, I, wish I had delivered that like a sentence would be said. Anyway, we're having so much fun here. Um, the first, I am uh, charmed. The first take of this one was so easy to edit. Oh, like my God. This job. is going to be great. You're going to love it. Yeah. I think uh, one of the things I liked about this as a kid and what charmed me this time as well is that it's almost like Indiana Jones for kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have a map. They're just going about. And it, it sort of follows like whenever you would, you know, wander out from your parents' house, the adventure you wish you would had. Right. Which I think is why it resonates with people our age because they would be the right age to like catch it for that child logic to work. Like, of course, there's a pirate ship underneath In your my hometown. town. Yeah. There's a, a a couple of touching moments too, like their their uh, their brotherly interaction, Josh Brolin and Sean yeah. Astin characters. Like they're actually, you know, he's giving you know, the older brother's giving a little bit of a hard time, calls him a nerd and whatever. But mm-hmm. also, like when they find out when they like the guy uh, from the country club comes to her house or their attorney or whatever, yeah. he kind of threatens like, "Is your dad home?" Well, you know, he's going to have to sell this house eventually or whatever. And then you see this moment where they kind of they have a brotherly hug, and he's like. Yeah, it's going to be all right, you little nerd, or whatever he right. says. It's actually kind of like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And uh, uh, we also didn't really uh, touch on the love interest. Yeah, Andy. Was that her name? Andy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she shows up at some point. She's, She's like, a cheerleader at the school. She's yeah. dating, actually, the son of the guy who's going to tear down the houses like the, he owns the, the real estate club. right yeah um she's dating his son troy which mm-hmm. is what every douchebag in an 80s movie is named sure. and every douchebag i ever met in high school whoa sorry troys. sorry troys and also that douchebag city troy fuck whoa. you too hey that's in ohio the, the little known <laughs> fact about the trojan war Not the is original that one, um say. right of course <laughs> Uh, the little known fact about the Trojan War is that Troy was entirely populated with men with popped collars. Uh, mm. Did they do the double thing? Oh, yeah, some of them. Some, like King Priam would definitely oh, have yeah. done it. Hector, a, definitely double yeah. collar. Um, but Andy shows up there. Uh, Josh Brolin's character is trying to, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, uh, there's attempted murder. He, Josh Brolin's character like steals a neighbor there's this little girl near their house and uh um sean astin has let the air out of his big brother's tires to and he doesn't have his driving license yeah he doesn't have his driver's license so uh he steals this little girl neighbor's bike like tiny bike like he has to rip off the training wheels yeah i'll give it back and then he uh he's uh 
shuffling down the street, and then uh, Troy and Andy and someone else and the other girl, uh, Martha Plimpton. Martha Plimpton's character are, are like in the car, and uh, Troy's like giving him a hard time, and then eventually like tries grabs, to kill him. Yeah, grabs onto the to the bike and just just uh, holds him there as he accelerates. Basically, around a curve, around a curve, basically attempted murder, and then lets him go as he goes off a curve, and surprisingly not dead. Luckily for Troy, that would have ruined his life. But of course, he's a white jock, so he would have been fine. He might have been okay. He wouldn't have gone to jail. But that also spurs uh, Andy and Martha Plimpton to uh, give up on Troy and sort of join. They do they go to check on him? How did they end up at the restaurant there? I think the they girls. do pop up there, um, you to know, like to check, check on, on him. him and yeah. get roped in with all those other goonies yeah. uh, who are good enough, according to uh, Cindy Lauper. Um, the goonies are good enough. That's the name of the song. Okay. You keep telling me about the Cindy Lauper song, and now I've seen the movie, and I still don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard tell of a Cindy Lauper song. Uh, we also watched the Bob's Burgers episode that follows the loosely the plot of which Goonies. Cindy Lauper cameos and parodies her own song. On. I'm not saying other people don't get your reference. I just <laughs> don't get your reference, but I do recommend that it was pretty funny. Um, so the girls join up, and we get what I think is maybe even the overarching theme oh. of this the whole, whole Lay it movie, on me. which is that. The Goonies, the theme of of the Goonies is an exploration of the lead characters coming into his own as a man, coming into puberty. He's chasing after One-Eyed Willie. He has a, a semi-sexual experience in the dark with uh, with Andy. Right. When Sean thinks, Astin has a sexual experience with his brother's love interest. Yes. Which is, you know, classic puberty. Classic. Who hasn't? I mean, you have. I know you have. Right? I'm actually trying to double check that that's not true. Check the records. Going through the Rolodex. Uh, I had a busy 20s. <laughs> That's why they call them the Roaring The 20s. old busy 20s. Uh, yeah, I guess that metaphor kind of falls apart, really. But does yeah, it? Yeah, walking the but plank. But does it? Every boy's walked the plank a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone's given the old wink to Ann Ramsey. The old Ann Ramsey. <laughs> What was happening in the end scene? So they're <laughs> on the okay. So they're they find one eye Willie's treasure in a secret compartment. Treasure, I prefer treasure. the pronunciation. Treasure, treasure uh, in a secret hull of the of the ship, and they're kind of gathering stuff up and you know, and putting you know <laughs> treasure. They're gathering treasure up. Yeah, yeah, putting putting coins in their pockets and everything, and then and in their um, mouths, which is known as the body's pocket. Someone uh, grabs. There's a like a old timey scale right in front of one eye Willie's skeleton. There's like um, right a skeleton version of the dogs playing poker sitting around a table, and um, a human skeleton version of that. Of yeah. that, yeah. I guess it could just be people human. sitting, people ex- playing po- poker, or just sitting around a table. Which, <laughs> um, so anyway. But you did paint us a word picture. Now I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Um, and so uh, someone goes to grab uh, the treasure that's on the scale right in front of One-Eyed Willie. Oh, he dubs. Yeah, and Sean... Um, what? Oh, he dubs One-Eyed Willies. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sean Aston stops them and says, no, that's Willie's treasure. And we're all like, okay. And then later, um, the they go back up on the on the deck to to escape, and the the Fratellis are there. They've caught them. They make them give up all the treasure. Um, 
pretty sure. Um, but later they go down, the Fratellis go down, and they take the treasure, treasure from One-Eyed Willie's uh, scale, and that's when all hell breaks loose. The, and, like, the yeah. wall comes tumbling down, down and, the, and the ship comes loose and sails out into the harbor, which you pointed out when we watched it. Right. Well, the, 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 the beginning, the, 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 the folklore is that One-Eyed Willie was, running, was trying to escape the British you know, fleet— Yes. Um, and takes cover in uh, a, a grotto, grotto and there's a cave-in that traps him inside this cave and yeah. he can't get out. And so he spends his last remaining time, I guess they're stuck in there for a few months, it goes crazy. he starts setting up these booby traps um, and all this stuff to, to you know protect his treasure. Treasure. Um, which doesn't explain how anyone would have gotten the map without finding his ship in the first place. Right. Um, and also, if his whole last booby trap is his scale trick, why didn't he just, like, fucking leave? Obviously, he had the power to leave. If he, the, yeah. last, the, the scale trick, like, removes the last barrier from his ship because the last shot of the movie is the fucking ship on the waters outside of Astoria. Still like, seaworthy. Sea. Yeah, yeah, still seaworthy, fine, as, fine and dandy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, that, that it's part probably really the doesn't. one logical fault. That's of just Goonies. the one. Also, when the Fratellis are are uh, um, kind of harassing the kids, she makes them uh, walk the plank into this pretty safe lagoon, right? Um, and it's like, well, great, we're getting away from the bad and then, guys. And then when they want to escape later, they like uh, Sloth and Chunk show up and they save the day. And they're like, get out of here, guys! The remaining people. Just jump off the plank, right. <laughs> which is like, why didn't you just go anyway? Yeah, it was kind of they use it as strange. a threat, and then later it's like, oh yeah, this is the way off the ship anyway. So peace. And then the Fratellis also jump. This <laughs> is a little bizarre. But uh, another thing that we didn't touch on before, uh, I wish I could remember Sean Astin, the main character's name. But oh, what is he- it? Squints. <laughs> <laughs> breathless, breathless Mahoney. Is that his name? Lungs. What is it? They call him lungs. old lungs. He. Oh, uh, little lungs. Saved some gems in his marble bag. It, they make a point at one point when he's in the treasure room. Uh, he dumps his marbles out and put all of these like he loses rubies and gems into yeah. his. And so he has he has enough. another metaphor for puberty. Yeah, put everything in a little sack and, and it's going to be okay. Descends into his pocket. He descends. Testicles see? descend. See, see. Think about it. I I did. I'm right, the one that and I did up. too. So, in a way, we both thought about it. We both thought about young Sean Astin's testicles descending. I think we're doing great. <laughs> anyway, what did we talk about last time? <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I just forgot it. God damn it! Uh, what else? Oh, it got you. the thing. God bless you, Damon. You know, usually I want to talk about the gay shit, but I don't think there's any gay shit in this thing. Only got you one watching I, Josh Brolin. O-E, O-E dubs. You got Chunk. They're mm-hmm. doing great. There was a little bit of a, a bromance between uh, Sloth and Chunk, you know? That was, that. I mean, that gets you out of the hot eyes right there. Yeah, because he treats him like a like a real person, you know? Right. He doesn't He doesn't chain him up. Yeah, that's, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, on one hand, the Fratellis are you know, cartoonish villains, you know, they're like kind of, they're goofy and they kind of, they slip around a yeah, lot. They, they're a little bit, uh, 
stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they, they fall on their testicles a lot. Sure. For but those they, who have them, they also throw. You know, they threaten to. They throw sloth in a in a dungeon, basically, right. with TV and chain him up. They kill. They've at least killed one guy because there's mm-hmm. a dead body in the fridge or in the uh, freezer. Yeah. Freezer walk-in freezer of the restaurant. They threaten to mangle Chunk's hand in a blender. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty real, real villains, despite the kind of buffoonery that takes place yeah they do they i think they are pretty good in walking that line yeah they seem like an actual threat but they have a certain amount of charm that you're sad when they finally have to go yeah which is the mark of a good villain i think yeah when you don't actually when you're like oh their plan was foiled (laughs) (laughs) i hope they killed all those kids (laughs) i was really rooting for them to murder those children (laughs) Uh, I sorry. I just remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, on the ship, they have one of the the worst scene in my book because this. I think this is a trope in movies. Um, you know, Sean Astin over the course of like going through this map has sort of formed this, for lack of a better term, psychic bond with yeah. OE Dubs. And uh, when he finally sees the skeleton of One Eye Willie, who apparently is one eyed, not from an injury, no. but because his skull. Just One of the over. sockets just grew over. How that, that prob- works, I guess. That probably happens. Um, but he's talking to One Eye One Eye Willie. No, he does. And you know, talking about you know how he's learned so much and how he's become a man and his testicles have descended. <laughs> and uh, verbatim. <laughs> so then he he notices that all the other Goonies are standing around listening to him talk to One Eye Willie. First off, rude. Yeah. Uh, second off, he asks, "How long have you guys been standing there?" And Josh Brolin, primo, says, long enough, Mikey. Long enough. <laughs> and I'm like, three? Who the fuck talks like that to another human being? <laughs> and that I see that on movies all the time. Like, say a thing. Say the person's name. Say the first thing again. <laughs> I remember on the short-lived Fox sitcom Drexel's Class. Oh. Yes. Wow. Uh, there is an episode where, yeah, there's an episode where Drexel sends his daughter, Drexel the Younger, uh, <laughs> she goes on a date with this guy who's obviously, like, a loser. Um, and he's scared she's going to do stuff, and there's, like, a sitcom story, and he's like, well, how do I know you're not going to do something stupid? And she says to him, trust, Daddy. Trust. And I remember, even as a kid, just laughing hysterically by how stupid that line is. And now whenever I see a line formulated the same way, I'm like, God, that's shitty writing. Good reference, Damon. Long enough, Mikey. Good reference. Long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. You did the thing. I was complaining, and then you did it back to me. It happened. Um, Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, how just a fucking pouch of jewels saved a whole corner of town from being... Yeah, I mean, even... Like, how much did everyone owe on their... Oh, we just... Everyone owes just about, like, $250, but... Yeah. Damned if I can come up with that kind of money. I guess I don't really know how to price ancient jewels. True. I guess. 
But I can't imagine. Especially when the ship, my problem is, like, I wouldn't mind if the ship had stayed in place. They'd be like, Dad, come with me. I'll show you how to get all these doubloons. But the ship's out to sea now. And you're all staring at it with wonderment. They can get it back. But everyone else can get it back, too, though. Yeah, that's true. Including the real estate developer. Well, and it's probably fucking Dad's museum, though, that's going to get it. You know. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's fucking bullshit. I don't know why I'm mad. Yeah, well, I don't know why you're so upset about this. Anyway, so what do you think of Goonies? Is it too early to start asking those no, types I, of questions? I don't think so. Uh, I thought it was great. I liked it. I liked it, it, is, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. For a movie that relies on child actors and actresses, yeah, feminism, uh, it's, it's very good. It's very charming. Chunk, I mean, is rightfully the... Far and away, you know, MVP of the movie. Yeah. He's the comedic highlight. Followed by the the bone structure of Josh Brolin. Right. Not Josh Brolin himself, who's fine, but his (laughs) bone structure is fine. See what I did there? I added an extra thing. Mm. Five out of ten. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think uh, if I had to give, uh, you want to do verdicts? So if you had to... My inner child was a smart kid. If anything, my inner child was an idiot for not being as into this as my friends were. Because this is a good one. Uh, when you go back and watch it, like it's not a perfect movie. And there is a lot of child acting. And you have to get past some a And little some bit of Corey that. Feldman. And some classic Feld. You know what? I don't think I've ever seen a movie with the two Corys in it together. Oh, well, we're going to have to fix that. I've only seen In the Feldman. next episode of Your Inner Childhood Days. Just Stand By Me. Is, are they in Stand By Me together? No. Lost Boys? Yes. Okay. I think they're in Lost Boys, which... What um, else? There's one where they're driving, right? Where they're driving? Where they steal a car? Maybe. I don't know. Is this, what you want? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back, talking about the Corys? <laughs> I mean, it's better than most of the other things I might be doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like this movie. I would, if I, you know, if uh, you, you you at home have kids, I think this would be a good one to watch with. Yeah. Them. I think kids would be, would be into it, and it'd be a good one. Like, it's at least, uh, at the very least, mildly amusing for, for adults as well. It's, it's a good way of teaching children uh, to crawl into caves yeah. wherever they find them. Yeah. Um, approach chained up, you know, strong men and mm-hmm. kidnap them if they're that as an option. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just hang out, have and- a bunch of like gadgets on themselves that could possibly yeah. maim people around them, carry dynamite in their backpack. It's a great movie for kids. Dynamite, you said. <laughs> have sex with your brother's girlfriend. You can do that. Yeah. Dynamite. Sure. That's what they call it. That's in- dynamite. <laughs> That's what they call it in Alaska. Alaska? <laughs> Come on! We have to end this now. Yeah. What anyway, do you think, everybody? Oh, yeah. uh, you, do it. you do it because the thing you do the thing with this, the, right. the listing. What do you think, everybody? Email us at your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at y i c i a i. You can find us on Facebook. Just type your inner child is an idiot into the tape little search it? bar. Did I say tape? Type type it type it type uh, it type it. You, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Damon at Damon Xanth X A N T H. You can find me at DJ Phillips. You can find Damon's comic, Drewford, at DrewfordComic.com. You can find my music at DJPhillips.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That'll help everybody find us, rate us, and they'll be like, oh, 
What's what this? Some kind other, of podcast? Other people like this? I, I want to know what other people like. I want them to tell me what to like. Right. And then they'll listen. What are these two unqualified strangers telling people their opinions on stuff? That's yes, please. Five stars. And then it'll just go up the charts and everybody will find out about it. And then uh, we'll make billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? Profit. Profit. That's when profit kicks in. I'm pretty sure ever since cereal, we all just make billions if we make podcasts. (laughs) And I mean that I had cereal for breakfast this morning. Yeah, that's when that started. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Goonie bears. Bells and goonie in the sun.